The deadline is here. It is July 31st, 2019. Welcome to Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. What's happening, bud? You know, just living the dream. Living the dream. I had a crazy week. A good week, though, but crazy. So, it wasn't that bad. I'm with you. I started school, so it's a little crazy for me. I, I just came from school. I'm not used to waking up like this. What time do you have to get up? I'm up at like 5.30. Yeah, me too. In the morning. So I'm up at like 5.30. I have to leave by like... By like... Yeah, I have to leave by like 6.30 to get there. I don't know. I'm not used to it because I I work nights. So it's, you know... Welcome to the club. Yeah. So, but I'm not working tonight. But I'm here. There you go. Fucking right, damn right. Um, that's enough about us. Let's get to the shit here. Let's do it. Trade deadline is here. Uh, we are recording on the trade deadline, July thirty first. It's on on the Wednesday. Uh, it is currently four thirty four p.m. Eastern time. So the trade deadline came and went. Um, right. It, this show is going to be a little weird right now because we have MLB Network on in the background for any, you know, surprises. Because usually, the trade deadline, there's usually, like, all the all the trade deals, they go down during the trade deadline. All the big names go up. Well, you hear all the big names leave right after, like, the deadline's over. 4 o'clock, 4.30, you'll hear them. Just like we heard of the biggest name to be moved. So far, yeah. It, I, it, I think it very much is the biggest name moved. And that that news came a half hour after the trade deadline, like pretty much right before we started recording this. Yep. So I mean, we were still we were still kind of you know in shock about it. When, yeah. When we started here, so um, for those uh, we're talking about Zach Granke, gone, traded to the Astros. It's a huge, That's huge, gigantic. Well, the Diamondbacks got a lot in return for him. They did, but they got Seth Beers. This is the third overall prospect in the league right now. That rotation is ridiculous, dirty, absolutely filthy. If you have Zach Greinke or Garrett Cole as your number three starter, either way, it's fucking unbelievable. Well, Verlander is the man. Yes, I mean, Verlander's number one, obviously. Well, and those then, two, two, three are. Yeah, if you yeah, you got you got you got a Garrett Cole type who already it already was pretty studly it was leading, that rotation. Leading it was already was good. Strikeouts like two hundred and something already. Now you're adding Zach Granke to a team who is clearly shooting for the stars this year. Yep. And I said it. Said it when the season started. One of my guilty or not guilty that that week was the Astros. You know, so um World Tour is a bust for them. And it's looking like it, it's looking like they're like the team to beat, and I think that kind of makes the Astros. I think I, I think that kind of makes them the winners of today, just for oh, that absolutely. one move. And it also makes the Yankees big losers because they did absolutely nothing, as far as we know. There's still there's still reports coming out. We're in commercial break from MLB Network. Yeah, we're we're still. I mean, it's all, we're only a half hour away from the. We're only half hour after the deadline ended, so there's probably there's still probably going to be some stuff that comes out. Yeah, nothing you know, really so signed yet, so it's gonna eventually hear something big. You never know, and because like we haven't heard anything about Zach Wheeler yet, 
We haven't heard anything about uh, Robbie Ray yet. Mad Bum. Mad Mad Bum. I I real I don't think Mad Bum's getting moved, but um, we haven't heard anything from these names that have been talked about for weeks. So I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. We will see, and we'll we'll give you as the show goes on, as the time goes on in the show, we'll give you updates if we see any. But um, there's also there's been a ton of trades that went down already. So. We'll talk about that. Yep. I have a ton of football shit to get to, too, today. So, we will get to that. Um, we have uh, Guilty or Not Guilties. I have a new segment today that I'll get to when we talk about football. And um, we have we have one question from the fans. So, we'll do that. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds Sorry. good. I was watching. Uh, I was watching the World Cup, Fortnite World Cup over the weekend. And this fucking sixteen-year-old wins three million dollars. Yeah, man, sixteen years old wins three million dollars playing Fortnite. Then there was I saw. Uh, I think it was on. I think it was on like MLB or NFL memes, like that page on Facebook, and it was a picture of the kid holding the trophy, three million dollars underneath, and mm-hmm. then there was a picture right next to him of Tiger Woods winning the Masters. It was like two point four million. Yeah, it's it's absurd. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I mean, I mean, Fortnite's that big, so I mean, you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? Yep, on the screen. Uh, Ashes gave Scott up. Granky. Prospects three through five, and a number twenty-two prospect. Yeah. So, they, I think Diamondbacks, they both won that trade. They both did, and you know what? Because the Diamondbacks, they're not as strong. The Astros needed like a like a right now player um, for the really big push at the end of the season. I think they got that in Granky, but the Diamondbacks, I think they really got some good players here. Like even Seth Beers alone can play first base. Yeah, here it is: top prospects on MLB.com. Seth Beer, who was just traded to the Diamondbacks, JB Bukowskis, and Corbin Martin. Traded to the Diamondbacks, three, four, and five of the top one hundred prospects in Major League Baseball. Yeah, that's good. Uh, top one hundred prospects, numbers three, four, and five were in that deal. Yep. So that's a huge deal for both teams. So I mean, I I like it, I, and I think that I think that kind of gives the Diamondbacks a lot of hope for the future. Maybe not right now, obviously. And the Astros have three of the top five leaders in WHIP. The season. Yes. Yep. Verlander, Granke, and Cole. That's insane, man. That's, that was that was I think I think to me that's that's like the biggest trade so far. Absolutely. Twins acquire right handed pitcher Sam Dyson from the Giants. That's a decent one. Uh, the Brewers acquired uh, Drew Pomeranz and Ray Black from the Giants. Drew Pomeranz is a good fit. He is a good fit. I like that trade. Um, he's a lefty, so I mean that's that's pretty good. But, uh, yeah. So I I want to apologize ahead of time for this show because we have we're gonna have a lot of live updates coming to you, um, because there's a lot going on, um. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, let's 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 get this out of the way. Manny Machado is uh, hitting two seventy eight. He's been he's been on a tear lately, and I don't like it. <laughs> I do not like it. 
I have such a nice beard right now, too. And it's just going to be shamed by not getting dyed. Yeah, whatever. We should, you should just die it anyway. <laughs> what? No, oh. he, he's gonna he's gonna crumble. It's gonna happen. Well, there's still a lot of season left, so there's plenty of season left. I'm not worried. That's another thing. Um, you didn't see the you didn't see the Padres on here. They traded somebody, and there was like a three team deal with the uh, Trevor Bauer actually going to the Reds. Yeah, that was a big one too. Him and um, Puig going to I the actually Indians. think I actually think the Indians won that trade. Didn't they? Well, they needed probably another big bat, so. Yeah, and you know, Puig, Puig played well this year so far. So, um, I'll have the details for that because they're not showing that. Agreed. Well, who else was it? Nick Castellanos to the Cubs? Yes, I love that deal, man. Yeah, but you know the Cubs. I think they needed because Chris Bryant. Is a strong outfielder, but he's stronger at third. Absolutely. So he could play either way. So I think the Cubs were really looking for that lineup guy to slot him to slot himself into third base or in the outfield. And I think they hit it out of the park. No pun intended. Smooth. They put Nick Castellanos, keep him in the outfield, keep Chris Bryant where he belongs at third. I think it's great. I, now, now we officially know for sure. Um. Now we officially know for sure Chris Bryant is the third baseman. So, And Zachary actually pitched today in Yankee Stadium. So now he's, uh, did, and he won today. No, they lost. He just, someone oh. just gave up a two-run homer and now losing 4-3. Oh, the game's not even over yet. No. They're playing in the pouring and rain right now. I thought they lost. No, you're right. Another, another big move. The Rays. Acquiring Jesus Aguilar from the oh, Brewers. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Uh, and I I think this is more of like a panic mode for the Rays because they came on so strong into this into this year. Yep. And now they're not looking as they did. So they're trying to compensate. Yep, then you have Corey Dickerson to the Phillies. That's a, that's a whatever move for me. That's a, another left-handed bat right there. Yeah, but that's 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 kind of, that's whatever for me cuz I mean, I'm being biased cuz I know. We didn't get to what I really want to talk about yet. <laughs> Which is the Mets. The Mets. Well, let's get to it now. Wait, no, no, no there's still some I want to talk about first. And we'll, we'll save that juicy uh the juicy uh stuff cuz I know you you disagree with me. 100%. So this is going to be fun. Um the Braves uh, the Braves finally bolstered their bullpen, and that was their that was their biggest weakness. That was huge. That was one hundred percent their weakness. Getting uh, Shane Green. Um, they also got uh, Elias from Seattle. Yep. And um, uh, Hunter Strickland from Strickland. Seattle. Yeah, they completely revamped that bullpen. I and that was their only weakness in my mind. Because the Brave, you got to think too. The Braves still have a really, really strong farm system. And so they're going to be scary. It's not only right now they look good. It's down the road they're going to look good. You know, and I don't know what their contract situation is in, in the starters they have now. Which is why I actually... We'll talk about the Mets. but I, Which is why I think some of the moves that the, these National League East teams are making make sense. Because a lot of the teams in the National League are going to have contract issues in the coming three years. 
So, but I think out of all the teams in the National League East right now, even with this trade to bolster their bullpen, I think the Braves are still headed headed for greatness down the road. They're gonna they're the gonna team dominate. To beat. One of the teams they're to beat. gonna be the team to beat in the National League East. Yes, I'll say not the National League, not National League, but in National, National League East. East. Yes, yeah, uh, it's still gonna be. I still I still think that's one of the tougher divisions to play in right now. Because right now, all, yeah, because every I still think team except for Miami is active. I still think it's the NL Central. Well, yeah, the NL, yeah, the NL, of course, the NL yeah, Central. But that's only because of what they are, what what the rankings are right now. Like down the road in the future, because oh, well. National League East, every single player on those teams are young players. But I just I don't know what their contract situations are. So it could be, they could be the next National League Central. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I don't know. We we just we just have to see, but this this trade by the Braves made them winners today. Absolutely. I the, think they're really they're really pushing for it, but well, I don't think anyone. Well, just I'd say there's three teams that won the trades today: the Braves, Astros were getting Grinky, yeah, and the Diamondbacks getting all these ridiculous prospects, and getting Mike yeah. Mike Leak too from Seattle has been oh yeah great Mike this Leak, year, yeah. and he's young. Well, Mike Leak will slot in uh, as like the fourth or fifth starter, but he's so young that he he'll he'll eventually come in. I think he can be a second a second guy. I think so. I think he fills in a Robbie Ray's spot because Robbie Ray's is gonna be number one now. And there's yeah, there's still some um, Scooter Gannett. I miss that. I miss that little ticker there. Well, Twins, yeah, Sam Dyson. I already said that. All right. Well. Um, the Athletics traded for Tanner Roark. Um, I just watched this guy on MLB Network just go for a high five, and the other guy completely ignored him. <laughs> the whole Tom Brady thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm so yeah, guys. I'm really sorry for this show because we're because we're bringing you we're gonna bring you live stuff, so we're paying attention to like two Bex different things. Ace Noah Syndergaard tweets Wolf of Wall Street clip of there being not not being dealt the trade deadline. That I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> he said it too because he pitched an absolute goddamn gem last night, and then immediately after, um, immediately after he said I'm not I, I'm not going anywhere. What about the whole Trevor Bauer thing yesterday? Launching oh, yeah. the ball from the pitcher's mound to Come center field. Over the fence in center field. That's unbelievable. That's that's, insane. A, that's a toss right there. That's a, that's insane. That reminds me of Henry Rohngardner. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Sorry, there's no memes of that going around. Um, Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. Let me. I'm trying to pull something up specific up here. You're so. slacking. Let's go. What are you looking for? There's something I saw. Oh, here it is. Sorry, guys. Martin Maldonado. For Tony Kemp. Eh. Alright, let's go down this list here, because um, these are the trades that have happened so far. If anything comes up on here, um, the only thing that's not on here is the Granky deal, but that's so fresh. Trade alert. The Zach Granky thing again. Alright, cool. Um, number one, I have... Trevor Bauer traded to the Cincinnati Reds. Yasuo Puig went to the Indians. Now, the Indians got more stuff out of this. 
this three-team deal. Um, it also um, it also went with the Padres. Um, the Diamondbacks sending $24 million to Astros in Grinky trade. Sources tell the Athletic, Houston assumes remaining $53 million. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of money. That is fucking sends on this way. They're assume they're assuming that much money? Wow. Man. Well that's that's a contract. Yeah, but so that's, that's, it's a third of his contract. They didn't cover they Diamondbacks didn't cover any of that. They didn't cover any of that contract. It's a third of his contract. Seventy seven million he got, so yeah. Well the Diamondbacks are sending twenty four mil in the trade. Yeah. Okay. That's smart. You're killing me here. Let's keep going. Sorry, just have long pauses. Mike's scrolling through over here. There's a lot. There's a lot to cover. I just don't know what to cover first. Well, let's go. Let's start with the blockbuster one. Then the Mets. Let's start with the Mets. All right. All let's right. Get, let's get this. Let shit me drop on the road my here. phone here, because cause we're because we're not agreeing with this. Nala doesn't agree either. So. There was talks. So there was a lot of talks about uh, recently that the Mets were going to be in the in a three way trade to get Stroman. Yeah, and the Mets were going to be sellers. Now I still, in my mind, I don't see them. I don't think that they sold, and I don't think that they're that they bought. Well, they. I think they. I think they rebuilt the proper way. Now, hey, well, here's the thing. I mean, they, here's the thing about this trade. They were able to get Marcus Stroman, who still has team control after next year. So it's not this year. Next year. The 2020 season, right? They were able to get him by giving away prospects that weren't even in the top 100. Okay. Two of them. One of them was Anthony Kay, which I actually I was following him because I saw him drafted. I liked his stuff out of college, but even still, maybe you'll see Anthony Kay in the Blue Jays uh, rotation next year. But he wasn't going to fit in the Mets rotation. No, no, I don't. I don't think he would have. Even if we didn't get, even if we didn't get Stroman, and we ended up keeping Vargas, which would have been a mistake. Huge mistake. Still would have been. There still wouldn't have been room for K anyway. I don't think this move is for this year, even though the Mets are only four games out of the wild card spot. Yes, they're going for it. They, but they could go for it. But I don't think. I think this move is more for next year. And Stroman's only twenty eight. He's right? young, so it's it's not it's not anything. It's not it's not like they they acquired like a. Uh, like a mad bum who's in his thirties, you know, who did that, not who did not move at all. Who, who, who uh, as of right now, has not moved. So, I really the more uh, when when this trade first came out, dude, I hated it. Now you read more into it. Now I you read love more it? into it. Strowman's from Long Island. Okay, he's a New York kid. He was raised in Long Island. His Let me guess. He was a Yan- he was a Met fan his entire life. His family is Met fan. His he has family that are Mets fans. He didn't come out and say that he was a Met fan. I don't think I don't think it really matters. But I really hate he, that though. You get traded to the, the the team you're like your hometown and oh I've always been a fan of this team my entire life. Yada yada yada. It's like imagine you like you grow up you grow up you're a Cubs fan and then like you end you're playing for the White Sox. 
Yeah. It's like me, I'm a huge Mets fan, but if I ended up on the Yankees, like I don't know how I don't know how it feel, but in any case though, this guy first of all, Stroman is one of the marquee pitchers in the game today. And he's twenty eight years old. Still a young kid. Still young. He's one of the most prolific pitchers that are that's pitching right now. He's an actual pitcher. He's not a flamethrower. The Mets have had nothing but flamethrowers in the past couple years. Oh, you're re- you're really only pitcher is Degrom. Yeah, Syndergaard has a high upside. Um, here's another thing. Uh, this trade. You not only do you have a kid who's coming home to New York, you also have a kid who's coming home to pitch in a rotation with someone who he's known for a, for a long time. Steven Matz. Yep. Steven Matz and, and Stroman, they played together. They roomed together when they played uh, when they were um, in, in travel ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. You with me here? I'm trying to pick up the dog yeah, on I, the I couch. You, know. you okay? I'm good. She okay? She's oh, good. good. I'm waiting to hear a rebuttal from you because I'm laying down gold for you. Like, there's there's really just, nothing but good reasons for this trade. I just... I'll admit, though. I thought it was stupid because there are how many games out of, the, out of first in the division? And I just don't think that they're playing great enough to make it in the wild card. They won five in a row. They're going for their sixth straight win tonight. But we're talking about the Mets. I understand that. I understand that. But they always find a way to blow it. I think. I think this. I think this turns. I think this turns it around. I feel it. Because this. Because Stroman. He's he first. He's a New York guy. He wants to play here, and I think that's what the Mets. So why not go to the Yankees then? I. But I. I don't think it really matters. I think it was it was more viable for him to be a Met, be, only because of his his past with Steven Matz, and he already knows people in the in the clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it it'll be less time for him to fit in there, you know, than he, if he was a Yankee. He probably still would have fit in quick with the Yankees, but I think he would fit in really well with the Mets. Here's another good thing about this: Stroman's gonna bring the best out of Steven Matz. Yeah. So not only not only is this trade improving the Mets rotation. You're you're pretty. You, what we pretty much did was we got we got Stroman for Vargas. We're just switching them around. That's basically what happened. Well, that that sounds better in that trade, but right. still. But uh, but but not only is is he such a good pitcher with good movement, and he actually knows the mechanics of pitching. Rather than just throwing 101 mile per hour heaters, you know, we actually have someone on the rotation that can do that. He has a potential to bring up a kid who has a lot of potential, Steven Matz. We just haven't seen it yet. Maybe this is finally going to be the way that well, we, can actually, we can actually see Matz. Let's hope so. I can't say anything about my team. My team just literally shipped everybody away this year. Yeah, you're, yeah, I mean, the Mariners have been. Everyone. Just a completely different face. Uh, that's, that's what it is, man. But 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 think about it. Like, there's no way to look at this Marcus Stroman thing. And and you know what? Maybe you saw it as stupid because 
why are they making that move now? They're so far out, which they're really not. I mean, they're they're technically not, but they are far out. They're 11 games out of the division lead. Yeah. So, if anything, they're shooting for wild card, if anything. So, that means they got to beat either the Cardinals or the Cubs. Correct. Or the Brewers. Correct. Which 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 sounds it sounds bad. It does sound bad. But I don't think this trade was geared for this year. I think this trade was geared for next year, which is why when this trade was done, I expected them to hold on to Noah Syndergaard. I kind of I've expe- I expected them to trade Wheeler though, so I'm I'm kind of I'm a little shocked I'm not seeing I'm not seeing Wheeler's name yet. I just want to know how all the Yankee fans well Yankee fans feel out there for doing absolutely nothing. What well, I mean nothing. This this Granky deal this Granky trade, they're already they're already uh, comparing the Astros and the Yankees. They've been doing that all year because those are the teams to beat in the American League. Now there's no talk about it. Now there's there's nothing. They mentioned the Yankees once after they announced the the Granky trade, but they mentioned it as big losers. Losers. And who said it? A former Yankee. Yes. Mark Teixeira. Mark Teixeira said that on on MLB Network, on MLB Live. He said the biggest winners are the Astros along with the Yankees losing. Yeah. Mark Teixeira said that, man. Boggles my mind. Oh, well, I would hate to be Yankee fans right now. I want to know what you th- I want to know where, how you feel about the Stroman thing though. I I thought I think it's stupid. I just that's what I think. It's stupid that I thought they were going to be sellers at the deadline and not trade for some trade for somebody and Go for it this year. Well, I mean, the only thing that bo- the only thing that bothers me about it is that they didn't trade away Zach, which they should have. Which, which I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to hear. I'm still waiting to see his name on the screen as a trade alert. Well, it's an hour past the deadline, so yeah. I don't, know, I, I don't think it's gonna happen. Surprised they didn't get anything done. Like you, like Robbie Ray's a name too that I don't, I didn't see on there. That's that's kind of shocking. Well, well, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. So now you got to think. You have Degrom, Syndergaard, Stroman, Wheeler, Mats. Yeah, it's a strong rotation, all five. But it's now it's all about your bullpen now. Yeah, man, that's the. That's, that's all it is. That bullpen, like our starters, have been playing okay. It's like but this, the when golf that bull, term. When that bullpen you, comes in, you could drive for show, but putt for dough. That's yeah. it. You get the ball as far as you want, but if you can't chip and putt, you're fucked. Well, we're kind of on the same. We're kind of on the same wavelengths as, as what the Braves were. The Braves had a rough bullpen. Great starters, good lineup. Now they're a great bullpen, a better bullpen. The Braves are the Braves. They they killed it. They they killed it in that trade. Absolutely, absolutely murdered it. And it sucks because I hate the Braves, but I like them. Yeah, I like them. Eh, whatever. I like him. Now, do you got a do you got a Stroman jersey? If he signs an extension, I'll get his jersey. I do like Marcus Stroman, so. 
You know what's all? You know what else is cool about it? Um, Noah Syndergaard was originally from Blue Jays organization. So it's not so. Stroman has so many ties to this team without ever even setting foot into City Field as a pitcher, as a Met. You know, I, you know what I'm saying? The like, only thing I like about the Mets is their stadium. That's about it. You're such an ass, man. <laughs> you're, you're such an ass. Don't worry. Well, I like the Mets better than the Yankees, so at least you got that. Any sane person is. Uh, any sane person would think the same. So. Um. Okay, what do I have here? Um, so we're so we're gonna go along here. Uh, I, there's a couple more here that are cool that that were good trades. Uh, Corey Dickerson was traded to the Phillies. Uh, again, I don't really care much for that. Uh, Tanner Roark to the Athletics. Shane Green to the Braves. Yada yada. I think. Oh, Mark Melic Mark Melancon is also a Brave. So that's even further. I don't know. Man. It's a completely revamped bullpen. Absolutely, it is. Um, Jason Vargas was traded to the Phillies. Um, the Met, the Mets got a good prospect out of that. They got a, they got a catching prospect out of that. Fourteenth uh, rounder, but twenty six year old. Well, well, we'll see. Every oh man, Zach Granke. Every well, time, every time. Yeah, that's all you're. That's all you're gonna. That's all you're gonna see is Zach Granke. Trade alert, Zach Granke. I think the reason why though is because that trade was good on both sides. It was great on both sides. Um. Uh, Zach Gallon to the Diamondbacks. Uh, Daniel Hudson to the Nationals. Um, Elias to the Nationals. Strickland to the Nationals. Martin Maldonado to the Astros. And I'm just reading this off, man. Stop me at any time. Well, I'm trying to stop you right now. Okay. All right. We're good. Sorry. I think we're good. I Sorry. think that's about it. Now I think it's time to change the channel to football. <sighs> So. There's a there's a lot there's a lot of shit like uh, there's gonna be more shit that comes out but um, we'll give you updates uh, we're we're turning off MLB Network because you're too distracted I'm too distracted at least you're on the Vikings what is this all right so now let's hear a word from one of our sponsors some burning hour design candles. Can't be beaten right now. They're 100% all natural soy candles that smell great, make your room smell great, your bathroom, anywhere you want. She does big candles, small candles, party favors, anything you need, custom labels. She has great scents like lavender vanilla, cappuccino espresso, blueberry chutney, Mike's favorite, all you white girls' favorites, some <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. All you white well, girls' Some basic bitches. She does anything. All these candles, at, she's done like for uh, bridesmaids. She does them from anything. Anything you want, she's got it. Look her up on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy. Etsy.com slash shop slash Burning Hour Designs. Or Burning Hour Designs on Instagram and Facebook, Lindsay Knott. You go to Etsy. Spend forty dollars or more. Enter promo code Mass Podcast. You get ten percent off your purchase. I know Mike's got a candle. 
and I'm sure it's already gone. Oh uh, yeah, I mentioned it last week, man. That thing is long freaking gone. We burned it and we couldn't stop. It was real. It was it was legit, man. So you know what you gotta do? Order another candle. Yeah, I should. Yeah, man, it was good. Um, I'm a little out of it today. Yeah, I see that. This this deadline thing got me heated. I was ready to go about the Strowman thing, and your your biggest comeback was it was stupid. Well, yeah, I was waiting for a fight, man. I had my I had my fight planned. <laughs> I was ready to go. Well, I think it's time for some football. Um, well, I well first I want to um, just mention because there's something new going on with there's always room for dessert for the show. Oh, let's do that. There's always room for dessert is a fast growing and already grown uh, dessert business run by Crystal Flynn. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at there's always room for dessert NY. Uh, she does full table spreads. Uh, for any event that you may need, including weddings, birthday parties, all the mitzvahs, and, uh, you know, uh, everything. Sweet 16s, all that stuff. Um, she also does individual cakes, cupcakes. She can make donuts. I've seen her do some crazy... I've seen her make cake pops. So she does all kinds of stuff. She can do all kinds of different flavors, whatever you need. Uh, she is the person to go to for all your dessert needs. And now she is offering for us... If you go, if you mention Mass Podcast to her, you will get 10% off of your total order. That's sweet. Oh, uh-huh. I see what you're uh-huh. Stop it. You like it, right? Stop that. Uh, if you go, if you find her on Facebook and Instagram at There's Always Room for Dessert NY, check her stuff out. If you go on Facebook and Instagram to her and you tr- and you uh, talk to her about an order, if you mention this podcast, if you mention Mass Podcast, you will get 10% off of your order. So um, so look her up. If you have something coming up, check her out. Uh, it's I have nothing but good things across the board. So uh, check her out and she'll hook you up. Yeah. 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 That's huge, yeah. That is best, definitely some big news right there. So... Um, lot of shit going on in football. Let me let me just kind of like get back into let it. Let me shake this off. This dead this MLB deadline shit. I got to I got to get it off here. Um there's a lot of stuff going on in football. Um where do we start? All the all the holdouts that are going on right now between Zeke, Melvin Gordon, um Amari Cooper is still looking for a contract. I'm I'm still but he's hearing, not gonna, he's not going to hold out though. He's not holding out, but but there are so many players that are looking for contracts right now. The Cowboys alone are ridiculous in terms of contracts. Like you have Amari Cooper looking for a contract. You got Dak and Zeke looking for contracts. The main storyline I have with the holdouts right now is of course the Zeke thing, which we'll which we'll get to. But Michael Thomas. He got the deal he wanted. Five years, one hundred million dollars. He's the first extension. Extension. He's the first non-quarterback offensive player who eclipsed a hundred million dollars. Sixty-one million guaranteed. Yep, sixty-one guaranteed, Ben. That's a lot. Here's the thing: I don't think Drew Brees is going to be playing for the next five years. I still think he's worth it, though. I, oh, yeah, of course. Michael Thomas is the guy, but uh, he's pretty much the guy for Drew Brees. We don't know what he'll look like down the road. I don't know how many years Drew Brees has left in the league. Obviously, Drew Brees will retire a Saint. I mean, there's no question oh, about it. Without um, a doubt. But I don't know how long he's got left because Drew Brees, Drew Brees has been around a long time. He's up there. So I don't know if he's got five years left. But if this contract kind of reflects that, 
<coughs> excuse me. We'll see some domination from the Saints. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean this. I mean it's it's a, it's an interesting deal, but I'm interested to see what he looks like. You know, four years down, three or four years down the road, when there might be talks of Drew Brees leaving after he wins the Super Bowl this year. That's well, he should have won the past two Super Bowls. I don't know if he won. I don't know if he would have won the last two, but he definitely should have been in the last two Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, now, did you see uh, Goodell made those refs go to court? Yeah, uh, Roger Goodell and the three referees for that game. They're they're going to court to talk about the no the non call. Because I I understand how do you not call that? Like uh, you must be blind or being paid under the table. And it's not like it's not like they couldn't see it. The referee was right freaking there, man. So now what happens if they get in trouble? Like they said, oh yeah, we were paid under the table. Now what happens? Is that an asterisk on that six Super Bowl? It's got to be right. It has to be. I mean, there's no. I mean, there's no way they can make up for it. I mean, the only way I can see them making up for it is an asterisk. Yeah, they can't really go back. So it puts this, uh, the Patriots back at five. Well, then yeah, you should you yeah. should have a couple more asterisks on the Patriots Super Bowls. There should be <laughs> there should be at least four asterisks on the Patriots Super Bowls. Yeah, but those have never gone this far. No. You know, and it. You know what's weird though? That didn't even have anything to do with the Patriots. It was just pretty funny though. <laughs> First time. You know the thing though, if the Rams won the Super Bowl, this this whole situation would have been blown up, blown up as even more. As soon as the Super Bowl ended, one hundred percent, it would have been completely out of out of uh, out of a cannon. I mean, they had the petition and everything, all the fans and shit. But come I don't on, blame man. him. I mean, no, I don't blame him either. I mean, that was ridiculous. But there's still no way to know for sure if the Saints would have won that game if they caught the ball. Oh, I'm understanding how you couldn't though. No, yeah, you gotta think if that if that that oh my god if they are that far down the field, they would have ended up in field goal range. But they, you never know what could have happened if he caught the ball. If it would have been in field goal range. Maybe he would have missed the field goal, but no one knows that, which is why they can't really do anything about the game itself or the outcome, because you really don't 100% know. Like 85%, yeah. 85% they would have won that game if if they called it. But, like, you don't know 100% for sure. So uh, there's really, I don't know. Well, It's, It's a weird situation, but it's never gone this far as the fucking commissioner and referees to a certain game all going to a goddamn courtroom. It's going to be the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. That's all it's going to be. Yeah, and that's all it's, That's all it has to be. You know, there's really no way to change anything except adding that little star next to the Patriots. Well, well you guess we'll either. To- if the Saints went to the Super Bowl, the Patriots could have still beaten them in the Super Bowl. You never, you never know. So it's, it's so, it's, 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 it's so interesting how this is going to play out. So I don't know, man. Don't know. The Zeke drama continues. It does continue. This man, first of all, last week, it's been a hell, it's been a crazy week because last week it was before uh, the veterans showed up for camp, right? So I didn't show up yet. 
The only the only update from last week was um, that Jason Garrett said that he expects Zeke at camp. The next two days, you get notifications saying Zeke didn't show up for day one. Then you get Zeke is in Cabo. Yeah. Like, Jason Garrett, he's a clown, man. Should be fired. Um, reports are coming out that Zeke and the Cowboys are not even close to a deal. It was not a quote, even close. quote from Jerry Jones. You'll need a leading rusher to win a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. But but they're but the deal's not even close. Nope. And they and they yeah, just signed Alfred Morris. They did sign Alfred Morris, but I don't think I don't think Alfred Morris. Here here's here's the thing, Zeke. This could go. This this is the next Le'Veon Bell situation. Because Zeke is, in my opinion, the second best running back in the league. Arguably, yes. Right. So. Yeah, Saquon's there, which we'll get to Saquon, but Saquon's there, number one. There's no doubt about it. And I, th- I'm, I would, I would take Zeke next, you know. But uh, what am I trying to say? Um, this holdout could end up being the next Le- Le'Veon Bell thing from last year. Yeah, because it, it could there's, happen. Because there's no timeline now, and I don't think anyone will come out and say a timeline after what happened last year with Le'Veon. No one's going to dare come out and say, because last year, for Le'Veon Bell, they were like, yeah, before the season starts, he'll have a contract. Yeah, after week three, he'll have a contract. Uh, After the trade deadline. You know what I'm saying? You know, like it's... It's all bullshit. It's bullshit, yeah. But uh, as of right now, reports are coming out saying that Zeke and the Cowboys, they have no deal. They're not even close. Zeke and the bums. That's what they are. Yeah. The Cowboys are also being sued. $20 $20 million, listen to shit, for allegedly covering up the car crash that Zeke had so he can play in the in the playoffs. He can play in the playoff game. I am not surprised. They're being sued. $20 million. By who? For alleged cover-up. I don't know. I don't know. I just saw, I saw that on uh, Bleach Report. Was the police station suing him? I'm not sure. I think I think it's the city. That's stupid. Why would your own city sue you? I don't know for having one of your teammates. Your no, that play, no, that didn't happen in in Texas. Oh, whatever. Still, I don't really know the details of it. All I know is that uh, as of uh, there has been motions uh, alleging the Cowboys have uh, covered up the car crash involving uh, Ezekiel Elliott. And it's for $20 million. Send something this way. Yeah. I'll testify. Me too. Uh, but- yeah, uh, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this Michael Thomas deal, $100 million for five years. Who's next for this? This is the, a big this deal? Is the turning point. $100 million for a non-quarterback offense, uh, offensive player? Who's next? Julio Jones? Didn't he get his contract last year? Yep. But Julio Jones was uh, interviewed, and he came out and said that he's got his own thing going on. He's in another world than Thomas or Amari Cooper. He might go for 3,000 yards this year. And he might go for 3,000 yards. It's it's kind of ridiculous, but 
I don't see that happening. I think only because of Matt Ryan. I think the next person should be Amari Cooper. Getting that deal? Yeah. Getting well, that no, big deal? No, get, getting a good extension. But well, No, the Cowboys need to focus on signing Dak first. That's their, That should be their number one priority right now. Yeah. But Amari Cooper, needs. he needs to get paid too. He does need to get paid. After Dak does, though. That's your most important piece. Because I, cause I, I hate to say it because he's a Cowboy, but I like Dak Prescott. So... I you never know with the Cowboys. They're the worst sometimes. Yeah. So, um, I have a new segment that I want to start now. Um, it's called Here We Go Again. Yep. Here we fucking go. Let's go. AJ Green is injured. He is down. If possible, uh, the last I saw, it was six to eight weeks he could miss the regular season. Poor guy. Here we fucking go. Here we fucking go. Here we go with the injuries. All these, uh, yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly the reason for it. Yep. Here we go with these major goddamn fucking injuries. Training cap injuries for all the fantasy football drafts. Before all this shit, it's just throwing everything into a loop. Yeah. Here we fucking go. Andrew Luck is injured. Calf. But he's not. He's he's not going to play the preseason anyway, which I don't think. Which I wouldn't either if I was him. I don't think so either. Well, Julio's not playing preseason either. No, he's not. Smart man. Um, Andrew Luck is out for the week in camp that's because that, of a calf injury. That's not that bad. But it's Andrew Luck, so here we shoulder go. In, shoulder injuries could last two years, so, you know. Calf injury. I know, I'm just saying, you know, Andrew Luck. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's another, but he's a mobile quarterback, so it's actually kind of important for him to have, you know, to be fully healthy in his legs. Yeah. Quarterback like... Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez, yeah. Just rip. retired. Missed rip. a butt fumble. Rip Mark Sanchez. Did you know, though, he has the same amount of road wins as Tom Brady? Has more road wins than Tom Brady, I think, in the playoffs. Do the same or more? Really? Yeah, you know why? Because Tom Brady always plays at home. Oh, stop. Well, it's, it's true, though. It is true. <laughs> so I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it that way. Um, you know it's it's crazy. I was listening to uh, I was listening to ESPN Radio after Mark Sanchez announced that he retired, and uh, they were act they actually made a lot of sense. They were actually kind of like, yeah, we know it's Mark Sanchez, and we know the butt fumble and all that shit. And he wasn't a bad quarterback. He wasn't horrible. He took a really ragtag Jet team, great defense, to the AFC Conference Championship twice in a row, two years in a row. He losing brought them there, losing to Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, we all know how that turned out, but. He was a very he's very he's a very average quarterback. He's not a Hall of Famer by any stretch. No. Not even close. But he was a well known quarterback who was never really in trouble. You know what I'm saying? It's just the one place screwed him for the rest of his career. He's gonna be known for that. It's kind of it's kind of upsetting, just like just like Billy Buckner. Yeah. It's 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 the Billy Buckner syndrome. He's a man. phenomenal baseball player, and he's Great known, baseball player. known for just the ball between his legs. That's exactly it. And it's it's it made sense when I when I heard, when I was listening to it on ESPN Radio. I think I was listening to Mike. Uh, was it Michael K? I believe a couple days ago, and they made they made sense about it about Mark Sanchez. 
I kind of feel bad for the guy, but I do too. So, and it sucks because the butt fumble hashtag butt fumble was started started trending again after it. You don't want that. Nope. It's kind of upset. I'm a- I actually feel bad for Sanchez. As much as we've made fun of him and stuff, I get it. But, but at the same time, yeah, I I feel for the guy, man. He deserves a little more than that. Uh, here we go again with the Giants. Here we fucking go. The Giants. The Giants. That's all I have to say about the Giants. So no, 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 that's not all I have to say. No, they had Golden Tate suspended four games for PDs. Yep. They uh, had Sterling Shepard, Corey Coleman. His, Sterling Shepard broke his thumb. Yep. And now Corey Coleman's out for the season tore in ACL. Yep. But there's uh there's a silver lining to this. Um not for the Giants fans, because Gi- I'm sorry, you guys are fucking awful. Yep. Giants fans, there's no silver lining here for you. Fantasy owners. Huge silver lining for you. Saquon all the way. Saquon all the goddamn way. And Evan Ingram. Yeah. That's Drastically shot up my board. Drastically. I was watching something, I think, at NFL on Instagram. It was an Evan Ingram one-handed catch in practice from Eli. And it's, I was like, oh, of course you can make that. It's only practice. You know, he's not going to make that throw during a game. Right. Did you see, uh, I, th- I think I saw something on, um, on, um, what's the what's the quarterback's name? The the guy they just drafted? Why am I Daniel Jones. Him? Daniel Jones, thank you. There was a graphic I saw of Daniel Jones's first seven pass attempts as a giant, and it was incompletion. Incompletion, interception, interception, incompletion, incompletion, incompletion. Solid. Solid. Good showing, man. It's, it's good job. Oh, the Giants are awful. Um, but I but I have to say, huge uptick for my man's Evan Ingram, and Saquon. It just Saquon is number one. He yes. was number one anyway. Imagine he him was, now. but now just boosts him even more. The only the only issue I have though, I trust Evan Ingram a lot more. There's no doubt about it. He jumped up a lot of slots. The downside of Saquon Barkley fantasy wise is that everyone is going to cover him. Yes. There's no coverage being drawn away from him. It's all on him now. You had some with with Shepard, a little bit with Golden Tate, but now that I mean the beginning of the season. There's there's a strong possibility that Saquon's just going to be stopped in the beginning of the season. Well, it really depends on their freaking offensive line, how good they could be. Right. So, if they're awful, then... Here we go again. Yeah. Here we fucking go, man. Talking about the Giants offensive line. I hope I get the first pick, I draft Saquon, and just trade him away for two studs. it It wouldn't be a horrible move. No. So, I'm... There's a lot of there's a lot of ways to go about it, but when Golden Tate comes back from his suspension, it'll be a little bit more of a easier time with Saquon. Yeah, like so. trade away for like a James Conner and like DeAndre Hopkins. Sure, that's fair. Ish, throwing like a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, you would have to throw some like a little cherry in there, but uh, here we go again. Ryan Fitzpatrick is in the lead to to be the starter in Miami. That's stupid. That will be his eighth. Stupid. That will be his eighth. His eighth 
eight team that he he'll be he'll start for. It should be the Josh Rosen team. Should be no question. But they're saying that that Fitzpatrick looks good in camp. He looks more in place than Rosen does. Maybe he starts the season as a starter. They're pulling New York Giants. Yeah, but Josh Rosen already has a year under his belt, but it yeah, was but such a horrible year. You yeah, you can't go off the Arizona Cardinals. Right. They're awful. They are awful, but Miami is also not that good. Uh, so, I don't know. What do you think? Are you saying that Josh Rosen needs, he just needs weapons around him to be good? I think he, needs, he needed that veteran leader to help him. Yeah, David Johnson. Veteran quarterback to help him, which he has in Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right. Who was their backup in Arizona? All right. Nobody. I hear you. You think that'll happen for Kyler Murray, too? It's possible, but I think he's just a different type of animal. Yeah, he's he's a, he's much different than Josh Rosen, but... Um... I think his height's going to be a factor. That's it. Yeah, he's I'm shorter really than he's I'm, shorter than he is. I'm very worried about that height thing, because yeah, they're not they're under. I think they're underplaying that. So, we'll see. Here we go again, man. With Le'Veon Bell, hmm. I actually kind of like this because uh, I am one of the victims. But Le'Veon Bell came out and apologized to all of his fantasy owners from last year. Who drafted him? So, it's not the first time this has happened. Players what? who had a rough year because of injury or for contract issues, but it was it was never as bad as Le'Veon. Never. Nope. Never. Because Le'Veon Bell was he was projected number one, number two overall last year fantasy, which is kind of happening to the Zeke. Right? It's kind of like a mirror image to Zeke right now. But, man, um. It's not the first time a player has come out and apologized to his fantasy owners. Who's the first one? Somebody, some idiot. It was a, uh, it was a quarterback. Um, I know Todd Gurley didn't apologize to his fantasy owners. No, for I, going down like the three yard line right. last year. He made a smart play for his team to win. I get it. Absolutely, but that's a completely different thing. That's, that's a, completely different. He costed a lot of people. A lot of fucking money. Yes. A lot of fucking money. That was money. the over. That was the spread. That was everything. Yeah, that was rough. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any bets on that, but there was a huge fallout. Huge fallout for that. Um, I, that's, that's all I got for football. All right. I think we have some questions, too, don't we? Uh, we have one question. Bless, Bless you. you. Uh, we have one question from James. Typical. Um, James Sheridan, um, long-time listener. He was on the show. He asks, which NFL player has the biggest bounce-back year this year? Hmm. Bounce-back from, like, injury or a bad year? I Just overall. I mean, uh... I mean, you can go and you can say Le'Veon Bell. I mean, we can, but, but he didn't have a year to bounce back from last year, technically. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say Derek Carr. 
I hope not. I fucking hope not. I I don't know. I don't know if he can keep up with 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 Ant, with Antoine. I'm I'm gonna say Leonard Fournette. Ooh, I like that one. I like that one a lot. I actually really like that answer. I like it. Leonard Fournette was one of my sleeper picks um, when we did running backs. Um, yeah, another, I like that answer. We have another question. This is from James too. This was when you posted on our Facebook page, Matt's podcast. Are you guys trying to rebuild a rotation re, to build rotation out and center the lineup around Alonzo and McNeil? When you guys traded for Strowman? Um, I'll re- read that again. Are you guys trying to build rotation out and center the lineup around Alonzo and McNeil? Yes. Yeah, I think that's. I think, I think that's the direction the Mets should go in, and I think with the with the whole Strowman deal, I mean, yeah, it solidifies the lineup, but it also, it also assures everyone that the lineup. The lineup is set with Alonzo and McNeil. Those guys are set. It's a little surprising to me that the Mets didn't trade away some players. Like, I'm shocked they didn't trade away Zach because uh, his contract is ending this year. But they also had one more player that people keep forgetting about in their lineup that they were going to, that was on the block. Uh, it was Dominic Smith. Yep. And Dominic Smith, it was it it was the battle between him and Pete Alonso for the first base spot, and it's clear, without a doubt, that it's Peter Alonso winning. I mean, he already won. Um, but yeah, no, I I I think that the right move for the Mets to make right now, and I think that they've proven it with this Stroman deal, is that yeah, they're trying to solidify their pitching. They haven't really made a, they haven't made moves since the Cano deal to the lineup. Well, the actual the world the Wilson Ramos signing, but I think that they have a lot of trust in their lineup, and it's not the lineup's issue this year. It's the bullpen's it's, issue. It's the bullpen's issue, but they didn't do anything for the bullpen. However, the lineup is scoring runs. It's not like it's not like the last few years. It's, this is a live lineup right now. We have a we have. The National League average leader right now in Jeff McNeil. Yeah. Home run derby winner Peter Alonzo, who just continues to slug the ball. Robinson Cano is actually starting to look like Robinson Cano in New York. Sure. He had a pretty strong week this week. Um, this The lineup is not the issue, and I think centering the lineup around Peter Alonzo and Jeff McNeil, I think that's the right way to go here. It has no, to it be. is. And, um, um, oh my god, are you serious? Um, good job. When is your team? I know. Position? Ahmed Rosario. Oh, shortstop. I'm just glad what's his face is not hurt. Uh, what's his center fielder? Conforto. No. The guy always gets hurt. Ligaris. Yes. I'm shocked. Juan Ligaris. I'm shocked. I mean, he's not the starter. Like but he, still. But, yeah, that's pretty shocking. Uh, and, you're still, and you're still missing Cespedes. R- yeah, right. When Cespedes comes back, I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'm a little worried about Cespedes. I don't, I don't think he should. I don't think he should ever. I don't think he should ever take the field as a Met again. Um, then they should have traded him. 
But list, but but listen to these young these young players who actually are playing baseball for a team they want to play for. You got Peter Alonzo, who's a star stud rookie. Jeff McNeil, who's leading the National League in, in his average. Plus, you got huge upsides in Conforto Rosario. Then you got veteran leadership in Todd Frazier and Wilson Ramos, Robinson Cano. You know. It shocks me that Dominic Smith is still there because we could we could we could have gotten a lot out of that. It's like some bullpen stuff, but I mean, other than that, I mean, if they're trying to rebuild like they're they want to, I they should have went for some bullpen like they should have. I think they've rebuilt properly the lineup. They did, and I that's I mentioned now, it before, when we talked about Stroman the Stroman deal before. There's nothing but check marks for now me. They fix that gigantic hole in the bullpen. It's a huge hole in the bullpen, and that's the major issue right now. You know, there were there were talks about them that they were uh, shopping Edwin uh, Diaz. You never know. There were talks about it. You never know. All right. Enough of the Mets. I'm tired of them. That was good. That was a good question. No, that was good. Um, Amir Garrett. Here's the funniest thing about this. This benches clearing brawl between the Reds and the Pirates. Hmm. Okay, Amir Garrett went after the entirety of the dugout yep. by himself Threw and started hook. swinging. He connected right? with somebody. The funniest part about that was this tweet I read about the brawl, and it said it's not even football season yet, and Cincinnati and Pittsburgh are already fighting each other. Ha <laughs> 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 I feel I don't, I didn't think it's like a big brawl earlier this year too. Yeah. So these two teams really fucking they're going, hate each other. They're going at it, man. And it, it, I don't know what Garrett was thinking. I mean, your team was losing. It and was 11-3. Like Puig gets into it, too. Yeah, Puig was there. Minutes after he gets traded. Yep. That was right after he got traded. And Imagine he, he got hurt. Brawl. Then what happens? Well, I mean, well, with with trades, there there is a medical clearing process. So if worse comes to worse... And the trade would have been nullified or whatever. The trade could have been nullified until... He healed. Until clear. And not necessarily... I don't know. Not necessarily because they weren't... They're not, You're not able to make deals after the deadline unless it's like a waiver deal. Like a waiver claim deal. Yeah. Which is another thing that I'll be waiting for tomorrow. Because players are going to be clearing some waivers. So... Cyborg. I, I attempted to stay awake, but I fell asleep. I was tired. She won. She won. Uh, was it unanimous? Don't know. She won a decision, though, which is unlike her. Um, so she got. She had a good fight to her, was basically is the gist of what I'm getting at. Um, so now we have that Manny Nunez Cyborg rematch, which I say I'm, I'm, Nunez I'm, in like two rounds. I'm hoping for, but uh, I'm hoping for that. But that's not even the real headline right now. Cyborg is demanding, demanding a public apology from Dana White. For what? For abuse. Abuse of, abuse of what? Him and Joe Rogan. There's like a video of them like abusing her for some... I didn't watch the video. I don't really know the details of the abuse. But the article said that there's a video out there of Joe Rogan and Dana White abusing her... And this is also, I don't know, I don't think physical. I don't really, I don't think it's physical. Because how could you, 
physically abuse that machine. Yeah. She'll fucking rip you apart. But, especially Joe Rogan. I can't... can't Imagine... Can you imagine Cyborg just knocking out Joe Rogan? It could could happen. Um, But she's in the middle of contract negotiations with the UFC. Plus this whole thing with Dana White now. That she demands a public apology from a very stubborn man. Dana White's a very stubborn guy. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. And this is going to... I think this is going to blow up in the world of fighting. This is uh, this is something that you have to keep your eye on. But this also it it, it extremely hinders Cyborg uh, Nunez too, without a doubt. Oh, another comeback player, Dalvin Cook. Oh, Dalvin. Yep. Oh, look at that. He's on there. Yeah, that's the only reason why I said it. You know why he's a comeback player though? Because he's he's healthy. And yeah, he looks good. But anyways, go back. comeback team is the Vikings. Entirety of the team. All right, so now what's next? What do we got? Guilty or not guilty? All right. I'll go with. I'll start. My guilty or not guilty is the Yankees. Los Yankees. The Yankees are going to crumble now since they did not make any trades of the deadline. I mean, they'll make the playoffs, but I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask. They're gonna. They're losing, losing first round because they don't have that solid number one starter which they needed. I think it depends on who they play. Their lineup is stacked right now. If you really think about it, it's gonna be who representing the wild card, which is the Cubs. No, um, sorry. no. Wow, completely different league to the Rays. A's yeah, but the or Rays, Red Sox. The Rays. Uh, so it's either the A's or the Red Sox. Um, if if it's the Red Sox, I think the Yankees win. I don't know. Not this past series over the weekend. When you had well, Red Sox score nineteen on the Yankees. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they did lose. They did lose pretty bad. The Yankees. Um. I don't know, but yeah, but I, I just don't, and, and that implication is just different, though. I don't see the Yankees losing to the Red Sox if they, if it gets to that point, but... I just feel like the Red Sox are a different type of machines in the playoffs. So are the Yankees. Yeah, but how many of them played in the playoffs? Four of them? Yeah. It was pretty upsetting a couple years ago watching the Yankees lose the wild card game. No, it wasn't. I enjoyed it. See, you're such a... You, you, no respect, this nope, guy. Nope, not at all. If my my team doesn't make the playoffs often, so I have to root for someone, why not root for the guys across the pond there? Uh, Across the pond would be... Pittsburgh. Whatever. Because we're in New Jersey. Root for the guys... Uh... Hmm. No, I thanks. don't even know, dude. No, thanks. Sorry. Across, across the white stone. No, thanks. Um. Yeah, no, I, I see, I see a crumble happening. So there's kind of a guilty factor there, but I don't know. This this lineup is still really good, and they're still scoring runs. Like, there's no, there's no way around it. Um, haven't been shut out yet. I, I they're, they're a hot lineup. Their pitching is much to be desired, but 
They missed out on Granky. They missed out on Cindy. They missed out on Wheeler, Bauer, Bumgarner, Scherzer, everybody. They missed out on everyone at the deadline, and they made no moves. They still have Chapman, who doesn't want to play for them. Yeah, I, I mean, there's some, there's some guilty, there's some guiltiness to that, but I don't know, I don't, I don't know, man. And, right. They're a good team. Okay. Um, my guilty or not guilty is the Astros win the World Series. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I mean, I say they're in the World Series, but. If it's Dodgers Astros, that's gonna be a good one. That would be a great series. Um, I mean, I, I'm kind of copying this because I've said because I said this already for my guilty or not guilty, but this Granky trade, I can't I can't get over it. I can't tell because you keep talking about it. You're a dick today. Thanks. You're just a straight asshole today. You say you used to waking up early. I'm so cranky. Yeah. Now give me give me a few weeks. I'll adjust properly. I hope so. I'm tired of your shit already. <laughs> you got this week in sports? Oh no, I forgot. <laughs> Let me give me a hot cake. You were such a good girl today. Also, don't forget the Hall of Fame game is this Thursday tomorrow. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, what is it? It's a. Uh, um, when, right now, exactly. Who's playing? Uh, I have no fucking clue. The Broncos and somebody else. Broncos and so now 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 doesn't even fucking care. I don't remember. I'm actually I'm, I'm usually no one pays attention to the Hall, Hall of Fame game anyway. But it's the first football game of the year, man. I know it's I'm here. So excited. It's officially fucking here, man. I can't. I'm so excited. It's such a good feeling to have it back. So. Um, doesn't look like there's much. Um, I can't believe we had this whole thing set up with Strowman. This whole thing was set up with Marcus Strowman. And you were supposed to come on in and argue with me about it. And then all you said was, it's stupid. It is stupid. That's the only argument you threw my way. I gave you gold. And you gave me shit in your hand. Thank you. You're welcome. <sighs> What's, what else is going on? I'm looking here. WWE? Not really much going on there. It's all shit. Hockey? Nothing going on in hockey. Um, CJ, uh, oh, CJ McCollum. I have him on here. Big extension. $100 million extension. Yeah. It's a good one. I'll always go with this. Um, 1930, New York Yankees first baseman Lou Gehrig drives in eight runs with a grand slam and two doubles in a 14-13 win over the Boston Red Sox. Alright. That's all I got. Otherwise, I'm just skimming through here. Um. No new reports. Nope. Huh, no new reports. Yeah, that's about it. Well, who who is this? Uh, oh my God, Pete Rose extended extended his hitting streak to forty four games. Nice. In nineteen seventy eight, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Off 
Phil Necro. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, without a doubt, you should be. So stupid that he's not. Well, there you go. How about this? 1981 midseason strike by MLB players ends after 42 days, causing cancellation of 713 games. Players and owners come to an agreement on free agent compensation. That's about it. That's all we got. And that is this day in sports. I'm not fucking leaving. That's good shit. Fucking thing, because I know he used that and Clay Thompson used it too. Yeah. So. All right. Well, listen. Uh, tell us where to tell them where to find us. Yeah, you All can right. find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Mass Podcast. Look us up. You can find Mike at Mass underscore Moner Nation. Any numbers in there? No. Nope. On Instagram, you can find me at a underscore a underscore. Rod with two D's on Instagram. Look us up. Ask us any questions. We'd be happy to answer. Or Mass Podcast on Instagram. Look us up on our Twitter. Mass underscore Podcast One. Tweeting here and there. You know, retweets everything. Ask us questions. Look us up on Anchor. Listen. We gotta do some voicemails on there. And guys, do us a favor. Just give us a give us a rating. Yes, uh, a rating, a review, share everything. It's a uh, Apple Podcasts. We we go a long way on there. There's a lot of we get a lot of listeners on Apple Podcasts. I see. So, guys, if you haven't already, drop us a rating. Let us know what you really think, and don't don't you know don't pander. You know, let us know what you really think. Um, ask us a bunch of questions. Let's uh, you know get involved as much as you can on the show. The show was the show is for you guys. So, we want to. I mean, it's a very opinionated show. So don't hold anything back. We certainly don't. Um, so, yeah. yeah, drop drop us a question, drop us a rating, like and follow. Tell tell everyone, tell people about it. You know, because we you know we we come in here every week, and I I feel like very strong about our shows. I tell as many people as I can. Me too. Um, I'm really proud of this, and I want you guys to be proud of it too. So, get involved, man. This is for you guys. This is your show. So That's right. Mass Podcast. Yeah, look us up. Right. Mass Podcast. Bitches. Um, yeah. I think that's the end of that now. That is... Um, Before you just blab on and forget what you're saying. Well, we have fantasy football stuff. Yes. Those need to be filled. Again, we have two leagues. We have a $20 league and a $50 league. We On also Yahoo. have... A survivor pool. A survivor pool, yeah. Uh, $20 survivor pool, and that's unlimited entrance. Um, I'm going to pester some people tonight about it, see if they want to join. We really don't have um, a set um, number of teams for the leagues, though. Not yet, but uh, I'm still waiting on some answers from some people. Um, We're going to... we're gonna give out the rules of the leagues when you show interest. We'll let you know what you know what the deal is with that. But let me or let A Rod know on Instagram, Facebook, or just text us, call us if you have our numbers. But uh, let us know if you want to be involved because we want to fill these leagues up so we can hit the ground running. Because football starts in thirty six days. Yep, yep, thirty six days, and we want we want to get uh, the drafts together. We want to schedule them so we can prepare. Yep. Yeah. Um, Plus, we have to do a, a um, we have to do live draft picks. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah. So we'll figure it out. So um, let us know if you're interested, uh, any means necessary, and we'll give you the deets. All right, and that brings you to the end of our show. We will see you guys next week, and keep on preaching on.